0: Welcome everybody to episode 13 of the Odds Get Even podcast. I'm your co-host, J. Roy Hammers here with RG and Relly Hedges filling in for the one and only AJ. How are you guys? Um, I'm doing good, my friend, but I have a little ish with
1: you right now. Uh, Maybe a couple, two drinks at happy hour today because you forgot your usual intro. So I'm kind of a little mad about that right now. Little cheese, just a little.
0: oh wow okay you can't remember your usual intro right now wow wow all right okay 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 you ready let's restart we're starting yeah we're restarting (laughs) we're
1: restarting
0: yeah i completely forgot the you guys ready okay are you for real are like i was just are you like part of the pod or
2: are you redoing like for real for real let's restart okay I think it'd be like funny if you left. I that think
1: hand, this would but, be good in the pod, but
2: yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> all right, you guys ready? <laughs> this is for the troops. This is for the troops. <laughs> for
1: the troops, go for
0: it. All right, ready. Welcome, D Gentleman and D Gentlewoman to episode 13 of the odds get even podcast. I'm your co-host, J. Roy Hammers, here with RG. And Rally Hedges covering for the one and only AJ. How are you guys? I'm
1: doing good. I'm doing good. It was a long week, but it was nice to cap it off with some uh, some happy hour with the boys. We had a we had a good afternoon, eh, boys?
2: Yeah, man, you really can't beat that. I'm not gonna lie. Downtown Toronto, horrible weather, so you just gotta pound back the beers to kind of make up for it.
1: We stayed okay. away from the beers though, eh? We we went carb free, so I'm proud of the boys for that one.
0: Yeah, carb free. RG was on the vodka soda with the with the lime I had to hop on too but uh how was that uh intro guys I I didn't forget it I still got it no you got it you still got it bro you're him you're him you're him so how do you feel uh rally hedges you were on the podcast before but it was with RG now you have your own box on the zoom call how you feel well welcome to the big leagues man
1: He's got his own yeah. box. That was so funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: man. Like, I feel, uh, I kind of feel like loose. I feel like ready to fly and kind of let the picks like, you know, get wild here. Like, I kind of, I don't have to like look at RG for permission anymore. I can kind of just speak for my for my own <laughs> little desire there. So I'm ready to go. Let's do this.
0: I think for the listeners here, we're getting kind of up close and uh, personal, kind of like deep in the crease with you here. Uh, you want to give, like, a little, like, two truths, one lie for listeners?
1: Yeah, you need, need a- fun facts, bro. You're new
2: to the system. You need Ooh. a... Wow. Okay. Uh, we'll kick it off. Um, Jesus, man. Okay. One, I... Uh, I drink Just- four cups of coffee a day. Two, I... Have been to over ten OHL games in my life. This is so lame.
0: Yeah, three?
2: <laughs> what are you talking about, man? That's like good content. Yeah, this is lame.
0: Okay, you're yeah, just right. think, you're just trying to keep out all the illegal stuff you've been doing, and you're like, well, oh. I don't want to.
2: You know, what if we get big one day? Like,
0: I wish I get big one day. I'm so short, dude. Five six isn't cutting it, man.
2: Yeah, I sent I sent uh, Jr.
1: a bit of a rude text today, so I had to apologize after. Um maybe concerning his height, maybe not, but uh it's okay. We we uh we battled through that, right? It was just adversity.
0: So there so there's a team of uh short kings. It's actually impre- I'm actually happy you mentioned that. Do you remember the team of short kings we uh we made, Rally? Short Kings, yeah, of course. It was uh me rally is a considered short king. Max like 59 five nine, five ten. Okay. That's like- short
1: king. Right. Like short.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I, the definition of a short king, I think, is under like five nine and under. Okay.
1: okay. So that's the under. Yeah.
0: So me, Rally, Lionel Messi, Tyler Ennis, Nathan Gerby, and 42 Doug.
1: You're forgetting a, a big one, boys. Um, Mr. World Jr. is Connor Bedard.
0: Well, he I hasn't think. proven anything yet, though. <laughs>
2: I think yeah. you're really, you're really missing out on Muggsy Bogues too. I think that's a good one.
1: What about like every running back in the NFL?
2: Yeah, but like they're built yeah. like tanks and we aren't, man. Like you can't you guys, really count that. You don't have those quads yet.
1: You got to get those no, quads and
2: first. Not okay. the shoulders either. Marty St.
1: Louis. Marty St. Louis. Yeah, Come that'd on. be a good
2: pick. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yep. That, might like, that might push like, that might push J. Roy to the bench, I think. <laughs> <we had> <laughs>
1: Honestly, man on his own team,
0: (laughs) I've been hitting my hockey picks. So I've been excelling in my field recently. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep myself on. I'm going to play defense on that starting five there.
1: Yeah. It's all relative to your, to your field, right? Like your field is, it's crushing bets. And if you're hidden, then you're pretty much Marty St. Louis, right? Then you got those quads. So you're good.
0: Where did Marty St. Louis come from? He's not in the squad. Well, I just Short put him King. in
1: because he's, like, five six, and he's elite.
0: <laughs> I, guess, seen that I guy? guess.
2: Like, after the game, remember, like, the pictures have come out, and he's just, like, on the bike. That guy's got, like, a tree trunk for a leg. Like,
1: Yeah, have you seen his quads, bro? I yeah, would... dude. Unbelievable. I would, I would fill those with, like, nice little leg tattoos. Yeah. Oh, ring. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little cartoons.
0: Like your, like, your birthday and, like, Greek numerals for sure.
1: Yeah, that's Greek that's, numerals. Yeah, that
0: sounds great. Those go hard, man. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, in the spirit of the pod here, we do have a really jam-packed episode. We got football coming up. Big wild card weekend. I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie to you guys. My Cowboys are playing. I don't know how I feel about that. We got soccer picks. We got some riff in here. We also got some fraud or not for you guys today. So let's jump right into the first segment here. We're going to go through all the games for the football super wildcard weekend. How do you feel about that, RG? That's a little throwback to the earlier episodes where we're going through all the games again.
1: I'm fired up, bro, because super wildcard weekend is up there in the best sports weekends or best sports days. Like, you got to throw it up there. Number one, the first Thursday of March Madness, absolutely electric. Um, First day of the World Cup, first day of the Olympics, like... Those just incredible. And for me, obviously, the best day of the year is that first weekend of September of college football, but that first Saturday. But um, Super Wild Card Weekend's got to be up there, right? So I'm fired up for this one.
0: It all all comes second to the 1st of July, which is Canada Day. Never forget the troops. But every other day is, is pretty good. But Canada Day, I'd say, is the best first. Yeah,
1: I guess that's fair. Remembrance Day veterans day
0: remembrance day is on the 11th
1: yeah so it's not the best first of the year
0: it's yeah it has to be the first day right
1: yeah remember that pod did we rank months once <laughs> it was so stupid.
0: the last pod you mean was that last pod where we ranked yeah. months? <laughs> <laughs> honestly in the spirit of the competition rally what, what's the best pod oh best pod best month of the year <laughs> uh okay i'll we'll give you i'll give you best and worst uh best is like
2: 100 percent december without a doubt that's a myth. uh no and then coming in at number 12 like a really heavy 12 like way down is march
0: that's my birthday
2: month march oh, madness no. dude no march, madness. march is like the worst march is the equivalent of tuesday during the week which we all know is like the worst day of the week i said september
1: is the best it's kind of hot but i love september weather's still warm you got all the football starting hockey's coming soon i mean for the last four years you're back at school and it's electric because you're not doing any work for the first few weeks yeah but not anymore september yeah no september probably sucks now yeah you
0: know what i said luke what josh mid-april to mid-may i made a month because you, yeah, you, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. You can. So no, I do
1: like the first two weeks of September is mine. So I think that's valid.
2: Yeah, but in like in that case, like the the last two of December. Like it it'd kick any month. But it's so kind of
1: cold and it's so dark outside. Dude, it's
2: like Christmas time. You got New Year's Eve to go and do your thing. Like, yeah. Come on. But
1: still, it's so dark.
2: Yeah. But you yeah. have March up there. Wait till you get to March and you're walking around in like slush and like rain and snow all at the same time. Like you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, either way, we can argue about this the whole podcast, but let's let's try to stay on track here to Friday night, boys. Let's let's try to get these picks out for the listeners. The the super wild card weekend. So let's start with our first game here, RG. I want you to introduce us to the two opponents. We're gonna pick a winner and Depending on the game here, we do have pod locks and separate picks for you guys, where we kind of go head to head. So, you take us away with the first game here. Yeah, y'all.
1: So, we have some head to heads, and we also have uh, a couple mortal locks across the pod, too, that we're going to go with. We're going to start with a game uh, that's not part of any of our head to heads. And that's a bit of a fun one. It's a AFC North Division matchup. Um, I believe this one um forgive me if I'm wrong but this one will be played on it will be played on Sunday night Sunday night football we have the Ravens at the Bengals uh Bengals minus eight so boys I'm going to kick this one off quickly um no Lamar Jackson the Bengals it's a whomping right like it's a shit pumping for the Bengals here what do you guys think
0: I I like the Bengals to move on that's pretty obvious I think anyone with half a brain can pick the Bengals to win here Minus eight and a half. It is playoff time here, and we are big on heart in the in the odds get even podcast. I'm gonna say it might be a little bit too many, too, too many points, man. The, the the Ravens know that they have nothing to lose. The Bengals have a lot to lose. I'm I'm gonna fade the the minus eight and a half, and I might take a no bet on this game, but I do think the Bengals do take this game. No, I'm doing a no bet on this game as well, but um I think it's gonna be a
1: like just a game where just Joe Burrow shows that he's the top three quarterback in the NFL right now. And um, I'm actually, I'm fired up to watch this one. It's going to be Sunday night. We're just going to be chilling so hard, just a little bro out session. Um, It's going to be a good game. I'm, uh, I'm excited for this one, but I just also want to announce to the podcast that um, I figured out this week. I saw Josh today for the first time in a few weeks in person, and um, he's afraid of big lines. So whenever there's a big line, He's a he's afraid of it. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Sorry. I sir. I I definitely am afraid of big lines. Um, I'm we're gonna talk about the uh, the national championship game as well. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid of that line. I thought it was too many points, and we yeah, saw how that
1: crazy. Ended. These guys in the pod TCU TCU and in, in the group chat. I was like, you guys are dumb. That was so easy.
0: But uh, so, we'll
1: get to that later. We're on NFL right now. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I don't know about you, RG, but I I watched Miracle on Ice a couple times on repeat the other day. And I've never gotten so fired up before. So I really like when teams who are more than, I guess, close to two-point, two-digit underdogs on the spread, I like it when they battle. So I'm big on heart. So that's why I'm afraid of all these big lines. I, I'm going to say I do not like the value at minus eight and a half, especially in a playoff game. So that's why I'm staying away.
1: All right. That's fair, brother. Um, let's move on to, I believe we have picks on all the other games. So let's go to the next game where we don't have a head to head matchup on it. And um, that will be the uh, giants at the Vikings 4:30 PM on Sunday. So note that we don't have a 1 PM Kirk cousins in this one. Um, guys, this might be a hot take here, but uh, I like the Giants on the road. I think Dable's doing great things here. This is probably a matchup between uh, the two coach of the year candidates, right? Dable and uh, Mr. O'Connell over in uh, over in Minneapolis. Probably the most handsome coach in the league right now. That might be uh, the matchup there. But I like the Giants to win by a field goal here. Um, something close. Um, what do you guys think here?
0: Let's start Who's- off with you, uh, Relly. What do you think here?
2: I just wanted to ask, who's the more handsome coach, that guy or Dallas Aikens? Ooh, oh, great Marlies
1: coach, bro. What a, yeah. what a throwback. Oh, my yeah. God. For those of you who don't know, he was the coach for the Toronto Marlies, which is the affiliate to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And this guy was livid when he didn't get the Leafs job when they were hiring like 10 years ago. He was absolutely livid. It was hilarious. I'm happy he didn't get the job, but good-looking man. Eh?
2: Remember when he great looking man yeah remember when he got the job and he went to anaheim right first mm-hmm. and he like replaced all like the media meals of, like healthy snacks yeah, and crackers and nuts <laughs> and like everybody was up in arms that was I uh know. i thought that was randy carlisle no randy wouldn't stand for that are you kidding no carlisle dude if you
1: not heard that story with kessel he took all like the coke away like all the, the pepsi and coca-cola and yeah <laughs> He Took and he wouldn't let the boys have like more than one beer on the plane, and fucking they were livid. <laughs>
2: That's because Castle kept on going to the hot dog stand every morning outside of Bay, <laughs> oh, right on Bay.
0: Yeah, and then he went to Pittsburgh and almost won a con Smythe. Well, actually, honestly, he should have won a con Smythe. And won back-to-back Stanley Cups.
2: Good, Good one, one, Randy. Good one.
0: But uh, you guys are forgetting Dallas Eakins is a coach of the Anaheim Ducks. He is right now. We were just right talking now? About that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get back to football
1: here, boys. So um, I think the Vikings are the Titans of last year. Were the Vikings? Uh, tit- uh, fuck, sorry, boys. Vikings were the two seed this year. Titans were the one seed last year. Titans blew it to the Bengals in the first round. Um, I think Titans last year were fraud, not a team to go deep in the playoffs. I think the Vikings are the same thing here. And uh, Dable is just a great first year coach. It's a battle of first year coaches. This just screams losing the wild card round for me, boys. So um, I'm gonna take the Giants here. This is a Giants team that's sneaky goaded. That's what I'm gonna call them here. Sneaky goaded. I think they're that little dark horse that gets to the conference championship this year. That's my uh that's my hot take of the year.
0: That is a pretty hot take. Uh just like here in the restaurant, our plates were hot when the waitress brought the plates there. Said don't touch him. I think those were right. hotter than the plates. Dude, I
1: touched it though. I was risky. It wasn't that hot. She kind of capped.
0: I don't know. I almost burned my thumb to be honest. Right. Maybe my play was a little hotter. Maybe maybe it was. You had that fried chicken sandwich.
1: It looked great. It was really good, man.
0: It was good. It might have been a little too aggressive, but in terms of your take here, I like it too. It's going to be a Podlock Giants plus 3. You kind of hit the nail on the head here, RG. The Vikings are frauds. That you might as well call them Vikings. Queens. Like they they don't they when it comes down to it, they don't they don't play well like it's a big game. The school chant. I hate it. I, I just can't stand it. And as you can tell, what happened against the Cow, cow men? The Cowmen men absolutely killed them. And the NFC East is one of the best uh best divisions in football. And you're gonna see in this game here.
2: Boys, why let's just take a step back. Why would they be offering Vikings plus three if we are frauding the Vikings so much? Like no, think Vikings Vegas are Vikings something? are minus three, brother. They're favored. Uh, Paul, the Giants. That's my bad. Um, because why, the Vikings, uh,
1: the Vikings only lost a few games this year. They were they, but the, all their games they won were uh, were one score possessions. They only lost one so, game
2: one score possessions this year. <laughs> so, do you think Vegas are the ones that kind of are like late to the party here, or what? Like, let's just take a step back. I
1: don't are think so. Can... I just think you can't favor the Giants in this game. Like, I think that's impossible for Vegas to do. Yeah. Like I think that's just that's just something you can't do.
0: What are you? Uh, don't mind the big words here, but what are you insinuating? Are you saying that minus three is too little, or is it too much?
2: I'm just trying to understand why. Why would they offer that line? Like, wh- what's
0: their angle? Like, they're all, you know what I mean. So they played three weeks ago, and the Giants should have in my opinion should have won the game the vikings won on a field goal it was a 50 yard field goal from a vikings kicker which is really impressive because vikings kickers usually don't score those so in playoffs i think vegas really took the heart component into this and made it minus three plus three so basically a field goal so vegas thinks that the vikings will win by a field goal that's why it's not three and a half i th- I think as a pod, we're taking Giants to win outright this game, like in terms of the bracket, right?
1: Yeah, and I think uh, if we stay within that, we think it's going to be won by a field goal. Either way, we have my plus three. We're winning this bet. So um, that's why I just love um, Giants plus three here. We're going to move on to our first little head-to-head matchup here. I believe that's our last game without a head-to-head. Actually, there's one more. I lied. We have one more consensus game. That is a fun one. This is the 1 p.m. This is the least uh, probable spot. I'm not sure why they put this one here. I thought personally this was going to be in the Monday night spot, but I guess because of no uh, Tua Tunga Vilea. We have the Dolphins at the Bills, 1 p.m. on Sunday. This is where I thought the Jags Chargers game, because that one screamed one o'clock. But we have Dolphins at the Bills, um, Bills minus 13 and a half in Buffalo on Sunday um Guys, I think it's going to be a slugfest. Like, I just think Skylar Thompson isn't going to be able to put up points. We're still contingent on Teddy Bridgewater, so check out Twitter to see if anything changes after we talk about that. If Teddy Bridgewater gets put in the game, but as of now, um guys, the Bills just win this game, right? Like, it's just, it's just plain and simple. The Bills are a better football team across the board, right?
0: The Bills are still coming back from revenge from last year. They they smell some blood. They are still hurt from that overtime win. It's going to be a slugfest, but it's not going to be a slugfest that we all think it is. What what does that mean? That means that the Bills are going to win, but they're not going to win by a big margin. They're going to win by good defense. And it's going to be a tight game because both teams, I think, are going to play good defense. And our can I say the pod lock here, RG? You can say the pod lock here. So our pod lock here is the under 43 and a half in the Dolphins-Bill games. We think it's going to be a really low scoring game. The Dolphins are frauds. With Skyler Thompson, they're even bigger frauds. You saw what they did against the Jets. They barely squeaked the win out. They, they shouldn't be here. The, the Steelers should have been here. That was our call last week, and that's what should have happened. And since they broke the simulation, they're going to lose against the Bills this week, and they're going to definitely not get to the 43 and a half point under.
1: So uh, shout out AJ, the one man on the podcast, uh, in absence today. Um, so I texted him today, earlier this morning, and I want to play some Devil's Advocate. I just texted him on my way to work this morning. I said, hey, I love Dolphins plus 13 and a half, which I really don't. But I texted him saying that. I said, what do you think? And i was thinking he'd be fired up about it. Um, Adam was all over the Bills as well to absolutely blow them out. That's why I just love the Bills in this game. That's why we're just taking out the Dolphins out of the equation. A diehard Dolphins fan who has done impeccable things to his TV, watching the Dolphins play over the last few years. Um, let me read out the score that he actually said. He said the final score is going to be 35 to 6 for the Buffalo Bills, which would also call for our under to hit. So it's in the cards, boys.
0: What do you think the score is gonna be, Riley? Um well, as you guys know, I'm not much
2: of an NFL watcher, but um uh, I do kind of like I'm not sure which one you toss it out there, but I kind of like a 30 to three, like yeah i threw that out earlier was that you i i don't know i just don't think a guy named skyler can like get a touchdown in an nfl playoff game
1: i mean josh's brother is named Skyler.
2: (laughs) i know that's why he's not in the nfl but uh yeah i think buffalo are gonna run road here like and not to mention how about the incredible news on their boy damar hamlin they're gonna get a huge boost off that and you know they're gonna be playing hard for him so yeah, their defense is going to be playing hard. Josh Allen's going to be angry. That guy can throw the ball, that guy can run the ball too. So I think they're going to r- rout him. Am I right? Am I wrong?: I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, no, for sure. Incredible. I like but, it.
1: Uh, Damar De- Hamlin, too, um, we're really happy he's safe. His family's okay. Um, that's great to hear. But um, without further ado, do you guys want to move on to uh, some of our head-to-head matchups here and where we have, we'll have some debates stirring on the pod. Let think? me
0: quickly let me quickly give you my score prediction here. Cool. I think uh, I think the Dolphins are going to cover. Uh, I guess I'm further proving that I'm I'm too pussy to take the big lines here. I think it's going to be 19 to uh, 19 to 13, like something close like that.
1: Ooh, you, Josh Allen at home in the playoffs, only putting up 19 points.
2: Eh?
0: Just based off heart, it's just a hard play. All right. Are you are you
2: biased because your brother's name is Skyler? That might be it. That's got to be it, right?
0: 100%, dude. My my brother's favorite, my fa- my brother's favorite quarterback is Skylar Thompson. His name's Skyler. You know, it's something about that connection. It might be meant to be, guys. Skyler sounds like the name of like a uh,
1: like someone who like someone on Hannah Montana dated. Like you're watching Hannah Montana in like 2007 and then a guy comes in with like curly hair. And like a bunch of like shark tooth necklaces, and his name is Skyler. Like that's 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 the first thing I think of when I think of
2: that name.
0: Definitely wearing jean shorts too. I'd say
1: jean shorts like a button down that's like a little bit open, so you can see the shark tooth ne- necklace.
2: Yeah, but at the time, like the jean shorts are kind of a move, like a jean short and a cargo short, you know.
1: Yeah, like in two thousand
2: six. Well, yeah, but like,
1: but think about Hannah Montana, right outside of Rico's little grill there. I think yeah. you got a little Skyler running around trying to talk to Miley.
2: What Maybe. do you guys think? Are you guys I picturing that? I think that's more. They're in Malibu, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's more of like a like a I don't know like 2018 Malibu kind of name. Like I don't know if back then their name. I think back then you're still like, like you know like normal names like Jackson, right? That was her brother.
1: Dude, I think Skyler and Jackson are pretty close, but like Jackson, I don't think so, <laughs> yeah. dude.
2: That's like i think Skyler Jackson's
1: pretty like, everywhere. 2006 name like that sounds that's screaming like, ninety four born really skyler yeah
0: i think skyler is the type of dude that's driving like an infinity that like screeches when he goes from like drive to reverse when he's like pulling yeah. out of the parking and yeah and he and he definitely sells like some like shitty weed to like younger kids
1: what kind of bumper stickers are on that infinity what do you think
2: Better what kind of what license plate do you think that could have has? Like Dude, too I fast for you. I, <laughs> I think no, like, that's like uh, someone
1: who's like never played golf before, but then has like the thing on the back of his car that says like I'd rather be driving a Titleist, like one of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty accurate, honestly. <laughs> basically, basically, you guys are just ripping my, ripping my uh, little brother skylar apart here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him to get the infinity though. That screeches. For sure. But um, so let's move on to the next game here. I feel like we really covered this game.
1: Yeah, we covered covered everything about Skylar. There is. Um, okay, Seahawks at 49ers. We got 430 on Saturday. Um, minus nine and a half for the 49ers. So um, I think the 49ers win this game. I kind of like Gino to cover this one though. Like, this isn't uh one of my picks, this isn't uh one of our podlocks, but I just feel like Gino's gonna try his best to keep this one close. Um, See, the thing with the Niners run game is um, with McCaffrey and Debo, Debo coming out of the backfield too, like they're going to push the ball and the Seahawks are going to get time with the ball in their hands and uh, let Geno cook. They ain't writing. What's what's the thing again?
0: They they ain't writing that he isn't writing back, I think.
1: Yeah, something like that. They wrote, I don't fucking know, whatever. Um, But uh, guys, I like uh, Geno to keep this one a bit close here, make it a bit of a contest. But I do think the 49ers move on to the divisional round here.
0: So this is where we debate. I think the 49ers are absolutely blow out the Seahawks. They haven't been playing well recently. The 49ers defense is unbelievable. And I've seen 49ers defense before. They completely killed my Cowboys last year when they had no business winning that game. And the 49ers just have experience. like You saw it back in the day with Jeremy Lin on the Raptors when they went on the championship run. It just comes down to experience, and and just like Linsanity, you're going to see the 49ers just absolutely dominate the Seahawks. I don't the Seahawks. I don't even see the Seahawks scoring over like six points in this game. I think it might be a complete blowout for the 49ers, and it might be one of those games where you're on your phone the whole time because it's so boring. So that's that's my take on it.
1: So uh, this is where we're going to debate here. So uh, some of our pod picks, I have over 42 and a half um and Royberg J Royd Hammers has under 42 and a half so main reason uh, and this is where rally is going to give his take uh without much football knowledge he's going to give his take on what he thinks here over this debate but so the seahawks can get the ball back in their hands and we know Gino can dish it guys come on like he almost broke the passing record over Russell Wilson who was won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks? We're not talking about this here. We're talking about Prime Russell Wilson. He almost broke the passing touch uh, touch touchdown record and the passing yard record over Russell Wilson. Um, only ten percent of cash is also on the over forty two and a half for Seahawks and forty nine ers, which means Vegas wants this over to hit ninety percent of the money is on the under. This is standard Vegas trappery and J. Roy hammers is falling right into it they're gonna get the ball back all game they're gonna be pushing it Seahawks are going to be scoring um a couple touchdowns the Niners gonna be scoring a lot of points off the run and passes out of the backfield where McCaffrey and Debo are going to be getting a lot of um downfield movement here
0: so uh, let me just quickly explain the point of this segment here so Raleigh is the judge and we're sort of preaching to the judge here now I'm going to explain my side and how I like the under 42 and a half here. The only reasons you gave for the over is non-football reasons. And you're just siding with what makes Vegas more money. Now, I like, I like that because you are trying to feed into their narrative, but the 49ers, they're grinders. They're going to run the football. They're going to just run it down. See the Seahawks throats full homo. And the Seahawks won't stop him and the clock will be running and their defense, they are first in the league. They do not give up points. As good as Geno Smith has been, he's only been really good against I'd say subpar defense. He's been playing pretty well this year. I'm not going to take anything away from him. He might be the comeback of the year, but this is 49ers football. It's comparable to Islanders hockey. And when it comes down to it, What they know how to do is they know how to play defense and they know how to grind. So the under 42 and a half, I don't think the Seahawks score any points. I can see the 49ers absolutely killing them today. So I think that that's my argument to the choir here. And uh, Rally, what what would be your pick to sort of break this tiebreaker?
2: First of all, I think it's so funny that you just got called out for falling in a Vegas trap. (laughs) But anyway, uh, I kind of like the over and I have one reason why. Uh so you guys know that I don't watch a lot of football but I did at one point and I learned that when I did watch football that in the playoffs when there there's a QB that's hot and that's good and you know you kind of like think we'll win you don't bet against that guy uh I learned that lesson a lot of times with Tom Brady cuz I thought like yeah 35 year old man no didn't matter then Mahomes came along and I'm like hey like rookie QB like I can kind of fade him no didn't work now you guys have been talking like no tomorrow about this Brock Purdy character and I'm riding with him. I think he can put in some good passes into the end zone. J- uh, RG just went on a big rant about Gino. So I'm sure they can put in a couple points. DK Metcalf is a beast. I don't know. I don't care what you guys say. That guy's shredded. He can fight his way and he's definitely got a lot of heart. I can definitely see a lot of points going in this game and I'm siding with RG on that one.
1: Cheers. Thank you. Really? Okay. So Jerry, you lost. Congrats. Um, Let's move on to the next game here. (laughs) Um, So uh, that's where we split sides there. No pod more to lock in this game. Uh, Next game, Saturday night, boys, Duval County's got the main stage. We have the chargers the five seed at the Jaguars, the four seed Uh, chargers are favorited minus two and a half on the road in Jacksonville, Florida. This is where we split ways boys, because I absolutely love the, uh, the Jaguars plus two and a half. This is going to be a mega hammer for me. They had to win five straight games, to get into playoffs. That means they've already had five playoff games. These Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, this squad, five playoff games already. And guess what? They've won all of them. They've won their five playoff games they've had so far. This team is clutch. Doug Peterson has this offense finally under control. This offense is finally moving the ball. And I absolutely love to see it. Duval also is rocking in the playoffs. You saw them last week against Tennessee. This is going to be hard for a Chargers team who doesn't bring in a good road crowd. So it is going to be so loud for them. They might even have to run a silent offense in Jacksonville, which is going to be tough for them and a young quarterback like Justin Herbert. But um, Trevor Lawrence didn't play that great last week uh, against Tennessee. We know that, but he is the key reason they're in the playoffs here. Um, I think Jacksonville's defense has improved incredibly over the past uh, five to six weeks. They're going to be able to contain Justin Herbert. I do think it's going to be a close game, but um, I have the Jags plus two and a half in a relatively low scoring affair. 25 to 22.
0: Those are some great reasons. I, you. I, you, you're very charismatic when you're saying this. I'm going to have to say the B word, though. You might be a bandwagoner.
1: Um, I think you're a bandwagoner because you like two teams. You like two football teams, and I only like one. And it's Dude, not he's,
2: Jaguars. He's a Seattle Kraken fan. I don't think you can call him a bandwagoner.
1: Dude, this guy's a Chargers and Cowboys fan. That's the definition of a bandwagoner.
0: So there is a whole story behind that, and we could get into that into, the, into another podcast because it actually is a very romantic story between me and the Chargers. But in terms of the game here, you did mention Trevor Lawrence didn't play well, and yes, they did win five playoff games, and I, I do condemn them. That is very impressive. But I'm talking about recent form here, RG, and uh, Judge Relly. The Chargers have gone year from year just facing adversity in arguably the second toughest division in all of football, obviously behind the big NFC East. Go Cowboys. But the Chargers here, it's just the destiny team. They win this game. They play the Chiefs. The Chargers play really well against the Chiefs. This game is just, it's just Justin Herbert all, all over it. I feel like Justin Herbert's first game in the playoffs, he's definitely thinking about winning. His dad has him in playoff fantasy because his dad always drafts him. Justin Herbert is, even without Mike Williams, Justin Herbert finds ways to win. He makes perfect throws. Uh, Joey is back. There's so many reasons for the Chargers to come in to Duval County, win this game. It is not the year of the Jaguar. It isn't, in my opinion. Yes, they're at home. They almost lost to the Titans. If it wasn't for the defense and a pick six, not a fumble six, basically, uh, from Malik Willis. They wouldn't have been in the playoffs. Like the Jaguars did not deserve to win that game last week. Like the offense was awful. So I don't want to go on too much of a tangent here. I, I know you have something to say. I know you're heated. I know you're a Trevor Lawrence bandwagoner. <clears throat> don't don't take that personally, but the Chargers have every reason to win. It's their year this year. And honestly, we're not talking about futures, but I did place a future on the Chargers to come out of the AFC so I, I do think the Chargers have have a good shot to win this game, and I'm going to take him at minus two and a half.
1: I don't think Staley's a guy. I think Staley gets fired after this football game um, when the Jags beat him. If we're talking recent football, listen to two of these games in this five-game stretch. Um, so Trevor Lawrence played at home against Dallas on December 18th. He threw for 318 yards and four passing touchdowns. Okay? Is that okay? The week before, against the Tennessee Titans, um, in a must-win game, 368 yards, three passing touchdowns, zero picks. The week after, against the Jets, top five defense in the NFL, terrible offense, obviously. 229 yards, 20 for 31, um, and he they played that run game great. This offense is good. This defense is better. Um, I think they tear apart the Chargers here. I do think it's a close football game. I think it's probably the best game of the weekend. Um, Besides that Giants-Vikings game, those two are going to be the two closest games of the weekend. But um, Duval County is going to be rocking here. And uh, I don't think Justin Herbert has it in him. Never won uh, much with Oregon. We all know what Trevor Lawrence did at Clemson. This is what I'm thinking about here. These are two elite young quarterbacks. Two guys. Two guys, right? Both of them are guys, but uh, we'll see it down the stretch here.
0: I'm going to have one last argument here since we both got two to the judge. Mr. Relly himself. The moment might be too big for Trevor Lawrence. Think about the moment itself. He's at home playoff game. We both know he shouldn't have been there. Might've been a fluke. The, The Jaguars were one of the bottom teams at the start of the year yeah, they got a couple wins, but they're playing the worst teams in the league. Like the Titans aren't good. Don't get me wrong, Cowboys. They didn't try that game. They didn't need to win. You know what? they were making the playoffs. They had the playoffs on their mind. I may, I might be making excuses for the Cowboys here, but look, the Jags are frauds in my eyes, and the Chargers aren't. So, I'm, I'm taking the bet on skill. I think Justin Herbert's a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence at this moment. I, I it might be a different argument in a couple of years later from now. But this is the Chargers' year this year. Like they just you're betting on talent. You got Eckler, you got Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer's been pretty good. Mike Williams is unfortunately out, so that obviously doesn't help the bet. But Justin Herbert just he's one. He has one of the best throws in the league, and and honestly, he's a stud. He's a stud of a guy. Um, sorry,
1: Relly, before you hop in here and give your pick, um you really think the moment's too big for Trevor Lawrence? Um, I think he's had some pretty big moments. Um, leading up to his NFL career, he lost one football game. He lost he's one been carried by his team. Uh, no, he wasn't. Because Clemson was not going to win that national championship until he walked in and took the starting job, and he won them that national championship. So uh, one loss, yeah, I think I'm going to take that.
2: So not only is Justin Herbert a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence, he's also a much better looking man. Uh, And that's not really like points in favor of Herbert. It's more like Trevor Lawrence just isn't that good looking. Uh, RG, you talked a lot about their college careers. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Clemson a lot better of a program than Oregon?
1: Uh, I think they're pretty similar programs overall. Over the last five years, Clemson has risen, but that was largely in part to three incredible years from their stud, Trevor Lawrence, where the team has now fallen off due to the lack of Trevor Lawrence over the past two years since he left, where they have not gone to the playoffs since Trevor Lawrence left, and they went three years in a row when Trevor Lawrence was there. Just saying.
2: Are you insinuating that uh, Trevor Lawrence could be an X factor for a college football program?
1: I'm also saying that uh, Justin Herbert couldn't take Oregon to the playoffs, whereas the two quarterbacks before did take Oregon to the playoffs.
2: Regardless, the Jacksonville Jaguars are, Jaguar, I hate when people say that, but uh, they are quite an irrelevant franchise, correct me if I'm wrong. So I'm going to go and back j Royd Hammers on my chargers to go ahead and cover and win the game.
0: It's our chargers. Beautiful. Okay,
2: you got you got 10
1: teams there, Jar, but we'll move on here. Um, so we got the Bucks and the Cowboys. This is the big Monday nighter boys, Tom Brady against America's team. Um, so we got the Cowboys minus two and a half on the road at the Buccaneers, the four versus five matchup in the NFC. Monday night, 8.15 in Tampa Bay, Florida.
0: I'm nervous for this game, honestly. I'm, I'm glad you left, let me to start off. This is my favorite team. This is a team I've been, I've been supporting since I was a little kid. One thing I do want to ask, a little off topic. The other day, it was, I'm pretty sure, the eight-year anniversary of the Dez Bryant catch. I want to take your take, guys. Was it a catch or not?
1: Yeah, it was a catch. catch. I'm on team catch. I'm on team catch catch i like seeing the cowboys good i'm it's a catch oklahoma guy too
0: so all right that's good to know i think i think it was a catch i I don't know where i was going there but i was just curious but anyways for the game itself i am nervous we are going against the best quarterback of all time the bucks haven't been good this season if you look at recent records i would go cowboys all the way it's just the tom brady factor you're in the playoffs you're against tom brady i'm a little scared. I do like the way the Cowboys' defense are playing. Dak Prescott isn't great, but if we just rely on the better running back in Zeke, use him more than Pollard, I think we got a, a good way to win this game. I like Cowboys minus two and a half. This is definitely a homer take, but I just can't see the Bucks winning against this defense. It's going to be a really tight game. I think the Cowboys are going to be winning 10-6 into the fourth quarter. Tom Brady's going to try to get one of those famous two-minute drills, and he's not because Mika Parsons is going to absolutely kill him. So that's what's going to happen.
1: So um, best running back in this game, buddy, I think you're forgetting about playoff Lenny on the other side of the football, who's going to put on a little show here for Tampa. And this is something we talked about um, with, uh, with some drinks today at happy hour, but I think that the Cowboys do lead late in this game and Tom Brady runs this two minute drill and scores a touchdown or a field goal to win this football game. So I do think this is a close game, a low scoring affair, probably a bit of a boring game um on both sides of the football but um I think the Bucks win here and Tom Brady's got his last chance in Tampa before he goes to San Fran next year.
0: I guess one more rebuttal point Cowboys have a top 5 defense in the league Bucks can't do anything they are can't move the ball and uh playoff lenny your only reason as to why the Cowboys can lose this game well, it's not my only reason but okay. Well, yeah, I guess I guess it's the only one I kind of listen to here cuz it's selective hearing. But uh, <laughs> He hasn't been playing well. He almost lost his job to Rashad White. He's not playing well at all. I I just don't see the Bucs moving the ball at all. It's going to be a very boring game. I do agree with you, but it's going to be a game where the Cowboys come on top. This is our year. As I said, I like the Chargers to win the AFC. I do like the Cowboys to win the NFC because it's just their year this year.
1: Bro, the television networks must have been fired up when they found out America's team was playing Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs. Like That is bread and butter. That is ridiculous but um boys we're a bit short on time here so why don't we uh, move on to our next segment what do you think guys well really still has to make his pick
2: oh true yeah uh thanks for that rg by the way um i think it's pretty easy here uh cowboys no they're the cow men uh defense is gonna win you championships and yeah i talked about tom brady a lot earlier but it's a different era now we're in the uh Dak prescott era Of the NFL and uh yeah, the Cowmen, our Cowmen, right? Yeah, fuck you, RG.
0: Smell you, bud.
1: Wow. All right. Well, you should be super excited though once you lose this game, because then Sean Payton's your head coach. So uh that might fire you up a bit. Either the loser, whoever loses your chargers or your cowboys, you're getting Sean Payton either way, because you get two teams, you get double the benefit because you like two teams, which is crazy.
0: But well, whatever. well, my my Super Bowl matchup is Chargers versus Cowboys. So oh, really
1: what that's just crazy. I wonder why. Wow.
0: Well, anyways, that is our NFL playoff predictions. We are gonna keep track, update you guys on Twitter and on the next pod here. We want to move on here to Relly's specialty. We are talking about soccer picks for the weekend. I'm gonna let you take over, Rally, because I see you got a little cheeky pick with the odds so explain us to explain i guess us and the listeners as to why you think arsenal is oh shit sorry i kind of i kind of spoiled that explain (laughs) us your pick for the weekend my bad boys yeah i got two that i like uh a little bit of a favorites pick but
2: uh i think they're pretty pretty good value um first for sunday afternoon morning i'm not too sure but we're taking again on the pod. We're going back with Arsenal. Uh RG, your team right there. How do you feel My about squad that? Fired yeah. up
1: when I saw that. Let's go. Where they're rolling yeah. right now, eh? They so they're are playing rolling. good. They're playing good soccer right now. they are
2: 14, 14, 2 and 1, only conceded 14 goals in that entire stretch. Uh yeah, they're rolling, man. They uh they can't stop. They they lost Gabriel Jesus to injury in the World Cup and like they didn't miss a beat. Like and they're going to get up against Tottenham, who I like. I got they have Antonio Conte, the Italian manager, used to manage Juve in Italy. You know, can't go against him too much, but uh, they are notorious kind of frauds. Uh, their logo is a chicken balancing on a beach ball, so I don't think we can really go with that. I'm taking Arsenal plus one twenty. Book it. That's my boys. I got to go put my Sandy Cazorla jersey on. It's in the
1: nice. closet right here. Yeah. Nice. The mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I kind of uh, hate mentioning cold streaks. Sorry for interrupting you here. How do you, how was your day today? affect your future picks for this Arsenal? Like, what, what are you doing better, I guess, to rebound from today? Are you talking about, like,
2: what I did just in general or my gambling today?
0: Well, well, you did have a Juve pick and I do respect the underdog pick. I, I, that's what I look forward with your picks. You really look for great value and the positive EV. How, so, uh, sorry, go ahead. My bad. I didn't want to interrupt you here. No, I
2: just want to defend that UV pick because, yeah, it's a little bit of a homer pick, but uh, guys, they like they won seven in a row, they didn't give up a goal in that entire stretch. Like, that's like prime Allegri terrorist ball right there. And Napoli, you know, they had kind of faltered the other week, and uh, yeah, they bounced back, they slapped them up and down the field to come back with a 5 1 win. I'll take that one. But, uh, yeah, don't fault the pick. That, uh, that was good value at plus 300. I'll admit that.
0: Would All you right. say there's positive EV there? Uh,
2: I think so, yeah. Uh, Napoli are kind of like Tottenham, like we just talked about. Like, they kind of fraud and they kind of give up at the end of the year. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Juve, up until a couple of years ago, had won the league nine years in a row. And, in multiple of those years, Napoli had been leading well above the halfway point and then choked it away in the final half. So I wouldn't be shocked if we see that again. Lovely. All right,
1: so we got one more soccer pick here for the pod. Um, we only have four pod locks this weekend. Feel free to tell any of uh, me and jr's our, our individual picks too. those will all those will also be posted on social media. But um, here we go. So we got Man U. Oh, fuck. I just spoiled
2: it. You guys are killing me today, man. Uh, yeah, we got Man U, but it's not the game that you're thinking. Uh, obviously, tomorrow morning, we're all waking up at 7.30 a.m. to watch the not Manchester Derby. A fucking chance right? in hell. Not yeah, a chance. We're all, we're all getting together, and we're going to watch a game at 7.30, have a couple pints. But no, I don't want to touch that game, and I want to talk about their game on Wednesday instead. They're playing Crystal Palace away, and it's gonna be such a get right game because they're gonna get slapped tomorrow. <laughs> like, they are kind of in like sh- not in shambles, but it's just such a meme of a team. And there's no way they, they can take Man City, uh, especially with Howland being Howland, like everybody fully fit. Like, yeah, no, you can book Man City tomorrow, but it's not even worth it. So, we're gonna take them on Wednesday at minus 110. Little get right game, little sneaky midweek action game. We won't even notice it. We're going to be working away. We're not even going to notice it, but our our bank, our uh, betting account is going to grow over the week.
0: Great take. I do love Man City winning tomorrow. Uh, it's kind of obvious, but is that an FA Cup game
2: tomorrow or Wednesday? No, no, on Wednesday. No, it's from.
0: Oh, Boy. so they have them in the middle of the week. Okay. With the oh, so, the dude, World Cup, right? They gotta,
2: we got like
1: stack it up. There's no chance I'm watching this derby tomorrow, bro. I'm gonna be so deep in the sheets. I'm gonna be watching the back of my eyelids at seven yeah. in the morning. I'm not That's gonna lie. I, I, there's
2: no shot I'm getting up. for that. No
1: chance. It's Saturday. Not a chance. We got a day full of football. I'm going to the it up yeah. tomorrow night. Not a chance.
0: So I'm gonna be way. up at six thirty watching pregame. I'm <laughs> um, I'm not joking about you guys. <laughs> I do have a pregame superstition for my man city. I do like to uh, get a big meal in before each game. Oh yeah. So yeah. So I'm definitely going to be eating some carbs at 7am and you're going to see me with my Conaguero Jersey on on the couch there with, uh, with no shorts on. I like to watch the games with only a Jersey. So no, no, uh,
1: no boxers either. No underwear, just Jersey.
0: No, underwear, obviously, right? Because I'm in the living room. I'm a living room demon, if you guys if you guys couldn't tell. So
1: no, I could tell. Yeah. Do you think it's a meatball sub type of
2: morning or
0: so that's only for the Battle of Alberta? I, I eat meatball subs <laughs> and uh it gets so greasy. Like if you guys text me during the Battle of Alberta, like my phone gets so greasy after because I don't I don't wipe my hands. Oh, it's probably disgusting. I don't want to see it. About- You ever see that episode of how I met your mother where Barney wants to get
2: uh, Marshall back with the exploding sub.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) I think we should
0: pull that on J Roy one day. Oh, that'd be awesome. Not with a meatball sub. So those are the two soccer picks. Do you have any, any other left or are these the two picks that are making all the listeners and us money here? Cause you've been kind of good with the pod calls. Honestly, I'm going to give you recognition where, uh, where it needs to be. and. Honestly, just stay hot, Luke, man. You've been doing pretty well with these picks.
2: Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we kind of fumbled earlier today, but I think uh, it's a good thing we didn't get that one out on our pod, on the socials and everything. But, uh, yeah, lately we've been doing well. So let's keep it up.
0: Beauty. So that ends the pick segments of our pod. We now want to enter into a little debate here. We're gonna take sports and compare them to alcoholic drinks, and I guess why we're doing this is because both of them make you feel a certain type of way. So I'm gonna let RG give us a bunch of sports, and we're gonna talk about what do they relate to in terms of alcoholic drinks. So RG, take take the stage away and and let let's start let's start let's start the debate. I guess.
1: For sure. So I'll do about six here. We'll get a roll here pretty quickly. Um, I'll throw out a league and uh, here's the rules boys. You can pick um, a brand as well. So for example, you could say beer Coors light beer Miller light rum captain Morgan. You got that? We're rolling got it. it. Okay. Got beauty. It. All right. So let's get started with an easy one here. Um, why don't we get started with major league baseball? What is the perfect drink to pair? with major league baseball just based on the vibes
2: uh strawberry dockeries. <laughs> uh this is like the <laughs> easiest pick i've ever made like baseball is the worst sport to watch and i think dockeries are like the worst thing to drink too like you know what i mean way too like sugary and not, not even sugary just like gross you get that feeling like if I'm watching a baseball game on my couch for like eight, five, four hours, like you feel like a waste of a day, you know.
0: So I'm guessing the listeners and RG and I are realizing that you don't like strawberry daiquiris.
2: No, I'm not a fan.
0: All right, so that that's a good nomination. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it back to when we were six, like I guess 18, and I'm gonna relate baseball to su- apple cider summers. Bee. One of those drinks where you go to the LCBO, uh, your girlfriend at the time says, let's get Summers B's. You're going to the cottage. You're like, fuck it. I don't drink alcohol. I'm going to try Summers B. And you know what? You drink a couple. You drink one, two. You don't get drunk. You drink three, four. Next thing you know, you're absolutely hammered, slurring on your words, and you're having a great time. And that's what baseball is. Eight, nine innings. You get to the eighth and ninth. The Jays are coming back. And it's a tight game and you're excited. Like baseball is one of those sports. It's like a summer's bee. It just gets you when you don't expect it. And next thing you know, you're drinking summer's bee every time, right? Well, at least back in the day, I don't drink those anymore.
2: I'd like to point out that I'm like 90% sure there are 30 grams of sugar in like one can. So yeah, no. I'm gonna
1: um, boys, I'm going to go a different angle here. Um, I'm going to go with a drink we all love. But it's not because I love baseball. Because trust me, I do not. Um, it's probably my least favorite of the big four. Sports in North America. I'm gonna go with vodka waters. Okay, whatever it's homemade or um, branded in cans. Here's the reason why. So vodka waters, pretty easy to put down, right? They're pretty chill. It's kind of like whatever. You're just throwing them back. That's a regular season in baseball. We're like you're not even you're not even thinking about it. You're just throwing them back. It's not a struggle. And then all of a second, all of a sudden, you have 11 or 12, and you're feeling good, and they're firing you up. And that's the playoffs in the MLB because the playoffs in the MLB are absolutely electric and it's so fun to watch, but the regular season is an absolute joke. So that's why I'm rolling with vodka waters
2: here. I'd like to argue that playoff baseball is a totally different game. Like, that's that why, have, why once you're on your 14th vodka water, I think it's totally different. That, <laughs> I think like regular season could be a Dockery and then like you get into playoffs and it's all of a sudden like a, like a rum and red bull like no it's an electric factory yeah yeah Yeah. it's unbelievable
0: so unlike you guys i'm actually a very big baseball fan it is my third favorite sport to watch i i absolutely love baseball season or playoffs it's just it's a great sport it's electric i do agree with rg's drink choice and i i I will take the vodka water i think that's a great sport to relate it to
1: thank you very much um So next sport here, boys, we're going to stay in the big four. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Canada sport. We're going to go to the NHL, the National Hockey League. Who wants to kick us off?
2: Jay roy Relly,
0: you started us off last time. I think you got to start us off again.
2: Okay. Uh, so a lot of people, I think the odds on favorite for this one would probably be like Molson Canadian or something like that. Uh, I am going to go a different route, and I'm going to say vodka shots. Uh, and the reason i'm gonna say that a we have jroy hammers our hockey guy and we all know that he loves to take vodka shots b when i get going on just straight vodka it's such a like messy like crash and bang kind of night like and that's exactly what you look for in a hockey game like you want to see like a good physical element like maybe a couple fights and like you know game misconducts and all that i wish you would equate to getting like kicked out of the bar maybe i don't know like i think it uh, it's a perfect match
0: that's that's a great one um honestly i do love my vodka shots so thanks for calling me out there i'm gonna go a different type of shot here rally i'm gonna go tequila shot you know hockey is just like a tequila shot the night starts you drink some tequila it sounds great everything's great you know you're a little drunk. You finally build up some courage to talk to some ladies, you know, you're on like four or five shots. Next thing you know, you're too drunk. That's like the third period. It's getting like down to the wits end. But then you wake up the next morning and I don't know about you guys, but there's a stat. Tequila is the number one drink to make you shit your brains out. And that's how you feel like after you play hockey, you're banged up. And that's how you feel like after tequila, you're banged up, you're on the toilet. And I don't know if you guys heard of this term, the screaming dragon, where, stuff goes out both ends you yak shit and that's what tequila is so you're just banged up and that's what hockey is just an absolute tequila shot and I I think that's the best comparison to what uh to what hockey is
1: okay I'm gonna go a different route here as well and I'm gonna go Jack Daniels on the rocks Jack Daniels whiskey on the rocks wow why because that's blue collar and this is a blue collar sport um, hockey is bing bang. It is full on action. And uh, you're getting that the whole time because you're battling through JD boys. You are battling. And they're real good at the end of those though. They are excellent. Once you get to your seventh or eighth, and that is playoff hockey. Once Josh, you get
2: how, how can you of all people not put that to college football?
1: Um, Because I have something much better for college football.
0: All right. All yeah. right that's a lot of hype for that for that sport
1: all right boys we're gonna go a bit different here um a sport not a lot of you watch um most people here have probably only seen one clip of this sport but it is usually on on a sunday afternoon um off of playoff season boys this is professional bowling (laughs) everyone's only seen one clip of professional bowling and that is the who you think you are i am clip a famous clip Incredible clip, but uh let's get started here. I'm throwing you guys uh a little loop here. So see what you guys can do.
0: I'm I'm gonna take this over here, rally I'll I'll go first. I'll give you some time to think. I think you got a little surprised by this one. Professional bowling reminds me of Rev. <laughs> <laughs> what is, Rev? Rev is Rev's one of those drinks where I'm gonna explain to you guys the situation. You're at your grandma's house, it's Hanukkah dinner. You know what? Everyone's, you're bored. You look in the fridge, you don't see anything. You go downstairs, you go to the cooler, you find a rev. Same thing with bowling. You're on TSN at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. You're bored. You have no nothing to see, but you see professional bowling. You watch it. You know what? You're curious, just like rev. You drink one, you drink two. You're curious. Next thing you know, someone hits a strike. You're down four revs. You're absolutely hammered. Five revs. You're great. Six revs. You're having a great time. And that's what bowling is. It's one of those sports, it's like a lost art. You played it when you were young, you played it on the Wii. Now we go like once a week with friends, and and it's fun. So that, that's a rev. You try it once in a while, and I think that's a good good drink for the sport.
2: Honestly, I think that's a really good call, man. Like I uh you kind of caught me off guard, uh, RG. I'm not gonna lie. Once he said the one clip, I like knew exactly what you're talking about. Like, shout out to Pete Weber, by the way, for making Bieber. that. Mm-hmm. And how about Gary Thorne on the call, yep. the old NHL commentator? But uh yeah, I don't know, man. I really like that uh, Rev. Can I agree with him or is it uh, bad content? You can or... Go for it. I'm gonna go you I... if you can you can hold it if you want. I'll tell ta- yeah, I'll tail.
1: Okay, Let's boys, go. I'm gonna go a bit different here because I got something with some electrolytes in it um so you're sitting down it's Sunday in March you don't know what to do with yourself right there's no football on it's Sunday what are you going to do you're super hungover um this is why I'm going to go with a vodka Gatorade so you sit down the only thing on is bowling you're going to throw it on because like why not and same thing with vodka Gatorade. You're like, what? You're doing soda. You're doing orange juice. You're doing Red Bull. You're mixing it up like that. Gatorade. Who's throwing Gatorade in it? You have a couple and then you realize, oh, wait, this is kind of sick. And that's what bowling's like when there's some turkeys on the board and you're uh, you're really liking it, boys. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the professional bowling watching it in the off season when it's on like ESPN plus 700, whenever it's on there. But um, it's good stuff.
0: The outfits are unreal.
1: Ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
0: So what are, what, what's the next sport? I'm actually curious. This is, this is pretty fun. And the bowling, honestly, I watched it. Uh, no big deal the other day. I went pretty nasty on Wii bowling. So no, no big deal, obviously, though.
1: So I got one more obscure one for you guys, and then we're going to go to football to end it off. Um, this last one is going to be professional darts, probably the most electric sport in the entire world. Who wants to kick us off?
2: Okay, I'd love to, but uh Jay Roy, I've bowled a perfect game in Wii bowling. Have you? I have done that. I
0: I haven't, but I've I've bowled relatively well to my skill set.
2: Okay, okay, that's cool. Uh, darts, I think you have one option, and it's the Jagerbomb. Uh, it's like, have you ever watched darts? Like we all have, right? oh my god it's so electric man like have you (laughs) have you seen the guy the wizard he's like an old like guy with a long beard and everything so i just think like that level of electricity people are going (laughs) absolutely wild in the back and you gotta you can't help but think that they're having just like Probably a whole bottle of themselves to themselves. 190! One so electric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the clip of Michael Van Gerwen oh, hitting yeah. three triple 20s in a row? Like, unbelievable, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: 180. Uh, it's
2: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Jaeger bomb, like, the, you know, the the alcohol content, the, the uh, Red Bull to keep you awake and electric, like, it's a drink that we all hold close to our hearts, and I think we can book it.
0: That's a great, um, great analogy. You kind of took my ans- the answer out-, out of me. For the sake of the podcast, I'm going to try to throw some diff- different uh, takes out of it. Darts is kind of like bowling. Uh, you kind of find it on the TV at odd times of the day after hockey, usually when there's no sports on. It's, I guess I'm going to have to compare this in terms of alcohol. You got, I'm going to have to give it the black fly card.
1: Oh wow, that's brutal.
0: It's I. I'm not as big as as darts as I am, like into bowling and other sports, obviously. But black fly, it's like you're kind of settling on it. Like there, there's, there's darts on one channel. You got some TV shows on another channel. You got adult porn, but you got to order it on another channel. And I guess you just settle for darts because it's just in your price range, right? Like that is such a
2: like horrendous. Thing. I don't know. I, yeah, I just that's <laughs> brutal. See, blackfly, I, I don't like
0: darts. I, I don't, and I don't like blackfly. It, it, blackfly is but,
1: something I throw to like baseball
0: when, like, because baseball is comparable
1: to like when you're like. 16 and you want to go to a party and then you got to drink like whatever your older sister has in the fridge and your older sisters in like college and she just has like a bunch of black flies or like whatever cider they got going or like that stupid wine with the can- yellow tail wine with yeah. the kangaroo on it whatever yeah. that that's the kind of things that i put baseball to but never darts
0: black i don't know <laughs> i i'm like- not I'm not big on on darts personally so it might be a, it might be my own personal take but black fly you drink one you drink two you give up and you say you know what I'd rather just not be hung over tomorrow and that's that's how I feel on darts I always give up 20 minutes in and I I either find something else to do and if anyone's listening that loves darts I'm sorry but we're all entitled to our own opinions right it's 2023 all right yeah, um
1: enough on. said Let's move on here to our final one. And that will be football. And for the purpose of time, we're gonna pair NFL and NCAA football. It's just gonna be gridiron football. We're talking Friday high school. We're talking Saturday college. We're talking Sunday NFL. What are we rolling with, boys?
0: Let me let me take this here. Uh rally. Don't wanna steal the spotlight. I just I feel like I really had one prepared for this one and and I'm really excited to say I think football in general, is a vodka shot. Now, how is it a vodka shot? You know what? It's coming close to one o'clock. You have your fantasy lineup set up. You're nervous. You know, it's a big matchup. You're nervous to take these vodka shots. You take the vodka shot. You're having a great night. Everything's going well. Your receivers are playing well. And then all of a sudden, you take that one vodka shot. And that one vodka shot makes you see double. And then it makes you see triple. And then you start spinning. And next thing you know, your running backs tears an ACL. And your night's over just like your fantasy football season so football is just like a vodka shot it goes great until all of a sudden it doesn't so i think football and vodka shots go hand in hand all right
2: boys we talked about it earlier uh football is a whiskey on the rocks uh you look at everything that represents america uh you know like football yeah uh whiskey like the south like a whole lot of other things that i shouldn't talk about but uh yeah it's a cold whiskey shot like you know nothing like sitting on the 50 yard line watching Dama beat the hell out of tennessee right like it uh it's kind of like a perfect fit match made in heaven like people write songs about that type of thing like how can you not how can you not call it
0: would you, when you think of America, do you think of whiskey shots or do you think of freedom first?
2: I think of barbecue ahead of all of them. Mm-hmm.
1: See, my pick actually, I, I consider the barbecue in my head because Sunday mornings, you're firing up the queue before football and on Saturdays before that college game starts, which is why, boys. Or my favorite sport in the entire world. Um, and always will be. Mine is the 99 pack of PAPS Blue Ribbon. That is going to be my pick for football. Here's my reason you're going into the weekend, you're going to your local liquor store, local beer store, you're buying the 99 pack of PAPS Blue Ribbon, the long one. You guys know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah. The long one of PAPS Blue Ribbon. It's a big weekend of football in September, it is beautiful outside. You're on a mission to finish this. And that is what weekend football in September is all about. You start there, you finish it. I don't care how bad the games are in that first week of September. I don't care if you got the number one Georgia playing, who knows what's it, UT Martin from the FCS, beating them 75 to nothing. I don't care. We're finishing that pack of Pat Blue Ribbon. And uh, it's a all-weekend fest. You know you're getting through it. It's the best sport in the entire world, American football.
2: That's a great take, man.
0: Thank you. There was a lot of charisma behind it, man. Honestly, I'm going to bash my head to the wall. I'm so fired up listening to that.
2: I feel like an idiot for not picking that myself. Like,
1: What do you guys think about uh, getting one next weekend? We get the 99 pack in here. PBR. Never, I didn't
0: know that existed, dude.
1: It's a thing,
2: and it's great. One time like in location. high
1: school, we had a the Natty. You ever had the Natty Light 77 pack? Of course, the 77 we, Natty Light. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah,
2: we used to get them in high school all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. We're never going to drink beer ever again if we do this.
1: No, not a chance. <laughs> the race of think, 99. We should do I it, it for, if we all watch the divisional round together. We just have to smash the 99 pack.
0: <laughs> if the Cowboys win, I'm going to be in one, boys.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, or the Chargers or one of your other seven teams. Cool. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, Josh, we want to move on to your last segment
0: here, wrap things up. We, uh, we can, we can, we have a long podcast for you guys here, but this is what happens when we only post once a week. Cause we love podding so much here. We're going to quickly talk about some fraud or not teams. We're going to start off with the first team here, the Winnipeg jets. I personally, don't think they're frauds. I think they're going to win the Central Division. They they look pretty good with Ehlers back. Um, nothing else. Like Hellebuck's playing pretty well. This is a good team. They're well-oiled, and I think they're going to do pretty well in the Central Divi- Division for the rest of the year. Just beat the Penguins. They're finding different ways to win, and that's what you want from a hockey team. So I, I say they're not a fraud, and you can comfortably bet on them at any number at this point.
1: Okay, hey guys. So here's my formula for a Stanley Cup in the NHL. Number one. Elite goaltending through and throughout, something the Winnipeg Jets obviously have. Number two, depth. They have decent depth across the board. Number three, defense that can support you on offense, but also be strong there on the back end and not give up a lot of shots on net. Winnipeg has all of these things, but I'm going to fraud them. Um, I don't think they have the heart out of uh, some of these other teams here in the Western Conference to get deep. I know the Central Division is lacking this year. Um, Not a lot of strong competition. Dallas is most definitely a better team than them. Uh, Once they get into the Conference Finals here, they're going to meet teams like uh, the Golden Knights, the Kings, uh, the Flames, the Minnesota Wild, who's likely their first round matchup and who I think they will lose to. Therefore, um, for this reason, I'm just not feeling it, boys and uh, i think the winnipeg jets are fraud fraudulent hockey team
0: so they are sorry go ahead go ahead Riley. that that was completely my fault that was Uh, so
1: rude you're actually really rude
0: man i I think i think i should do 10 push-ups so as you explain i will do 10 push-ups
2: now you're short and rude wow
0: Go ahead. I'm doing 10 push-ups on the pod here.
2: Make it 15. Uh, I'm going to side with him, though, because the Jets are for real, man. Like, I don't know if you've looked lately, but they crept their way up to first in our division. Is that good, by the way? Uh, they're in second. Sacri- uh, yeah, you could say that. No, they won tonight. Yeah,
1: so they are in first. They did win. <laughs> yeah.
2: So go do a couple push-ups. I'll take the lead. Yeah. Uh, All right. They are, uh, boy, they're 7-3 in their last 10 uh they've beaten a lot of good teams in that stretch too uh held boston to a tight game uh they're beating our vancouver Canucks twice in that span calgary edmonton tampa you name it they'll blow them right out of the water and yeah they took the penguins to the cleaners today they're for real man they are for real and logan stanley's not even playing yet so yeah
1: yeah he's great all right Let's move on here. Enough about this team. I can't stand to talk about a team from the worst city in the world any longer. Wow.
2: That was really personal. <laughs> the worst city in the world, Winnipeg, dude. I hate Winnipeg.
1: <laughs> I hate Winnipeg.
2: What'd they do to you? Have you ever been to
0: Winnipeg? Don't go to Have Winnipeg. You? My family no is Winnipeg. from My family is like from that. Winnipeg. Really? Yeah. I thought they're from Russia. The, the first city they went into the, to get like they accepted in, into, Winnipeg? Yes, in, in Winnipeg,
1: yes, in Winnipeg. Wow, um, Dude. yeah, no, that's a, just a terrible city. I'm never gonna go there in my entire life, I can promise you that.
2: You're not, you're probably not wrong. Imagine like having to live in like dash 40 weather, bro. That's <laughs> like terrible. no way.
0: The worst not- part about Winnipeg honestly is the weather everything else is, is first class winnipeg is a great great town winter peg no definitely so, for
1: american listeners i'm trying to think of a comparable i'd probably go with buffalo new york just what about, a
0: dark what about, cold city what about like north okay this might be north really dakota big. yeah like Bismarck, this might way really bigger than
1: things. bismarck though like it's still like a decently sized city like it's not like a tiny town like the biggest city in north dakota
0: but it's pretty small to be honest
1: I'd go with, like, Cheyenne, Wyoming. That's a good one. That's a decent comparable to Winnipeg. But I think Buffalo is the best here.
2: How about, like, St.
0: Cloud, Minnesota? Do you think Too that would small. be? Too small.
1: Yeah. Too small. Yeah. Mm. All Your right.
0: American geography skills are pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. Thank
1: you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. you.
0: All right, so let's move on. We got the Edmonton Oilers here. They're winning right now against the Ducks, but everyone seems to be winning. I got the big fraud card on them. They, they just can't seem to get anything going. They're relying on two players as they've been doing the last five years. This Pacific Division, guys, is looking like one of the best divisions in the West because there's only two. And you got the Kraken, you got the Flames, you got the... You got the Golden Knights and you got the Kings. Like the, you got teams that are just a lot better than them. They have a lot more depth. Edmonton has to do something, guys. Uh, you might have to hit the red panic button. Like you might have to trade one of the big guys. You have to trade Drysdale. You got may- maybe even McDavid at the at this point, because nothing seems to be working for them. They're not winning games that they need to win, and to be good in a conference that honestly isn't even a good conference in the NHL, you got to be winning games. You have to be winning games. Like losing that game against the Avalanche wasn't great. Losing uh, that game against the Kings wasn't great. Like the Kings are a great team. They're on the uh, on the come up, but if you expect to be a factor in the division or in the conference, you got to be being those teams. So, big fraud card on the Edmonton Oilers.
1: So, um although my homie Jack Campbell does play for them and hasn't been uh, he's been in quite the tandem this year with Stuart Skinner. Um goaltending unfortunately has been weak for the Edmonton Oilers all year round. They have absolutely no depth and rely incredibly heavily on that first team and no defense with a top defenseman making over $9 million. Um, I'm shredding them to bits right now, boys. Um, They're also in the West, which is obviously the much weaker conference in hockey boys. My future as of right now is for Edmonton always miss the playoffs. And uh, I think it's going to hit. I do not think they get into the playoffs. I think McDavid and drives will get really unhappy. Um, I think we see both of them out before their contracts end. I'm just so off on Edmonton. Another awful city, by the way. What a brutal city,
2: Edmonton, Alberta. I think you're right. I think fraud. uh, Um, Name me a team, like, ever that has been, like, that top-loaded that has gone on to win anything. Like, you go to the bottom half of their lineup, and, like, it's, like, me and JR on the fourth line. Like, Yeah. uh, Joe, Joe,
0: we won the ball hockey tournament.
2: I know, but like the NHL, actually, you know what? You're right. We should be like maybe second line. Uh, But yeah, no, I kind of, RG kind of hit the nail on the head and so did you, Jay Roy. Like they, uh, they're, they're not doing well. They're not, they're fifth in their division right now. And they're behind like three of j Roy's teams, the uh, Kraken, the Golden Knights and the Flames, right? And like, so you can't really count them. You can't really count them coming back on that, right? Across the big four sports, I think Jr. can make up
1: enough teams that he's a super fan of to make a whole league. A whole. So I want to see like yeah. a league. I want to see a power ranking of all the teams you're like the Jr. bandwagon power rankings of like all the teams you're a a super fan of. Like, I need like all if... thirty seven of these teams across the big four sports, and I need a power ranking of them from you. And we're gonna make a whole league based on like every single team that. You're a bandwagon
2: of. If you had to pick of all your bandwagon, all your bandwagon and teams, what's number one? Don't even don't explain. Just give me the team.
1: It's got to be the one I'm thinking in my head, and they're on the west coast, and they have Sasquatch.
0: It's got to be that one. Sasquatch. No, it's the Kraken, obviously. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. <laughs> I just I I love heart guys. Like it, it's it's hard to just love one team when there's so many teams that just display just absolute hard work and i'm just a blue collar guy just disguised in a white collar world i'd say tweet that right so i i i love i just love many teams it's hard to decide on one i'm like i'm like a teenage girl with her outfit you know you, you look in the mirror one time you, you like the jeans but you think your ass looks better in leggings like it, it's how it works you know are you saying you change your mind like a girl changes clothes <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I <laughs> <laughs> But yeah guys like I love the Kraken, like in all seriousness, like this <laughs> just a grey hockey team. But uh yeah, the Oilers are frauds, so <laughs> let's let's move on here <laughs> with uh, our last team. We got the New York Rangers. Um I'm gonna start off here. This team fucking sucks. Like I don't know how they're making, I don't know how they're winning games. Like just in there every night just absolutely saving them. They're getting lucky goals from Zabinajad. like last game they scored a a tying goal at 0.9 seconds left in the third period. To, and then and then and then they win in overtime. Like they find ways to win and that's what you want to see in a team, but they, they, they just don't have the good positive metrics and I'm just a metrics guy. So they they're so fraud and honestly I don't like the Rangers at all. I I, I can't support them. So
1: So last six they've been on a bit of a heater. Um, they've had some big wins, but uh boys, this is my third time in a row here. I'm gonna be a, a bit of a negative nail Yakupov here, and I am going to go fraud on them as well. I don't think they can win anything in the heavy powered East this year. Um, Patty Kane's gonna look at this at the deadline. He's gonna be like, No chance I want to go here. I want to go to the Leafs or the Bruins. Um, so there's no chance. He wants any part to do with this. Um, they got a lot of guys around the board, but they're going to need to make some big changes in their bottom six if they want to win hockey games. Because, guys, on paper, this team is fucking incredible. They just uh, they just can't put it together. I do think Truba's a good captain. I like how he fires up that team. I want to see him stay there. Um, he is a bit overpaid, but um, I do want to see him stay there and lead this team to a cup eventually. Um, obviously not before the Maple Leafs win one. But uh, the Rangers do have a soft place in my heart. I am, unfortunately, pulling the fraud card on them, mostly based on the strength of the Eastern Division, the Eastern Conference.
2: I am pulling the knot. I think they're for real, and I have one good reason that I think is really good, uh, and that's Chesty playing at home at the Garden. Jay Roy, I know you love to talk about him. We can add that to your league. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Shiesty at the Garden is kind of winning in games and has been for a couple of years. Uh, they got a good team. They got good leadership, as RG talked about. Panarin is a different level. Uh, I could be biased. I like Panarin. But, yeah, I think they're for real. It's not like they're, you know, lagging back by any means. Like, they're well into their division in a playoff spot. Like, they can get definitely get in their four points off the division lead. Like, how can you fraud that? In a tough division that we've just
0: rambled on about. Like, what could be so bad about that? It's the metrics, Rally. Like mm. when we talk about EV, you think about the metrics and stats eventually over the long run all average out. And when you're giving up that many high danger chances, you can't be winning hockey games. So as as lo- as much as they look like they're a good team you just can't it's it's hard to see a team like that deep in the playoffs when you're grinding out a seven game series and they're giving up that many high danger chances you're playing against a good team you're not going to win so they barely squeaked out a win against the shitty dallas team in my opinion uh, even though they're first in the central i i, with I, a I hot just goalie yeah with a hot goalie you can win a stanley cup but at the end of the day, like you need to have good metrics. Like Carolina has the best metrics in the league. I think that that, that is my Stanley cup pick this year. Okay. And uh, that's for another topic anyways, but, but metrics are, are the biggest part about hockey. It's one of the biggest luck sports. Uh, you got a couple bounces your way. You're winning the hockey game and that all comes down to metrics. So that's, that's why I think they're fraud. I think, uh,
1: I think we're frauding uh, we got one fraud, two frauds here and one non-fraud. For the New York Rangers, but we'll add it to Josh's list uh, list of teams he loves. Um, <laughs> what in the NHL here? We'll have. Uh, let me throw out a few. So you got the Kraken, the Hurricanes, the Toronto Maple Leafs, obviously the New York yeah, Islanders, yep. um, the New York Rangers, uh the Vancouver Canucks, bro. You're all over the board here, all over the country. Jesus, I don't like
0: right? I don't like the Canucks anymore.
2: No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I will give you guys a list of the teams I like. To bet on, and actually, I, think, I don't think we have enough time for that. I don't either. think we have enough time, actually. Right. So There's I guess that's trip. the end of a, that's the end of the pod here. We had we had a we had a doozy, as RG would say, a, a big pod. A little
1: doozy there, a little Daisy Duke. I
2: like it.
0: So I'm gonna let you redeem yourself from a couple of pods to go, Riley. Do you want to close out the pod here?
2: No, man. Like I was really hoping you wouldn't throw that on me again. Like, but. <laughs> To all the listeners tonight, uh, it's been a pleasure. We really want to thank you. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, follow. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram. I think TikTok, right? It
0: will coming be coming. Soon. It will be coming soon. This episode will. The highlights will be on TikTok. Yes,
2: coming soon. I am fired up for that. By the way, uh, but yeah, you know where to find us. Hopefully, we found you. Have a good one. Wow, I like that. Yeah, that was really good, man. Peace, y'all. Cheers.
0: Hit the road Jack, yeah. don't you come back.